Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch and co-host Calder Ness. This episode, we're gonna be chatting a little bit of clicks news, dive into the threads, an old thread dead redemption, and of course, answer some listener questions. This is episode 493. Howdy howdy, let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks for hero clicks is brought to you by coolstuffinc.com you find cool stuff in stock every day including all latest hero clicks singles and sealed products make sure you check them out at coolstuffinc.com use code dial 5 d-i-a-l-5 for five percent off your cool stuff inc order looking on there you'll see a pretty big uh cyber monday sale i think they're doing a cyber week so you may still be able to grab these deals while you listen to this podcast because it's cyber monday right now but it won't be when you listen and then we're also brought to you by the shop.wizkid store you can use code dial h10 for 10 percent off your order right now though there's a bit better of a deal on the shop.wizkid store and that is of course the 25 percent off and a gingerbread man for in-stock items doesn't work with pre-orders but in-stock items get 25 percent off and a little uh, a little surfing gingerbread man, which is pretty cool. Joining me, like always, in the studio is Simeon Bruce. What's going on, Simeon? Oh, I was just checking. Cyber just Monday checking. is cool, but uh, Cyber Shredder is out of stock. Oh, so oh, what a shame! Really, was, you, I have was you really got any? Uh, we could do. You got any Cyber Monday? If <laughs> you buy a couple of Cyber Shredders. <laughs> I, yeah, that's why he's not in stock is because I bought them all before you guys could. No, uh, I, of course, of course, I actually, uh, up until recently, like I, you know, like the last couple of years of my life here, I have not participated in Black Friday or Cyber Monday or anything like that. Cool stuff does have some, some I mean, I'm just looking at Notorious. No, not uh, Wheels of Vengeance is what I'm looking at right now. They've got some pretty decent prices and pretty decent uh, cuts in prices right now. But, um, no, I genuinely have not been uh, doing, like, the shopping on, like, these days. I don't do, like, a ton of internet shopping if I can help it. But, yeah, like, my cool stuff orders are usually just, like, when I see something that I really need, so I don't wait for sales. So, yeah, like, I – this is cool. I'm, I'm looking um, they do have zero forty eight Ghost Rider, which is, I believe, the god, uh, not King of Hell, King of Hell Johnny, for twenty one twenty four, which that okay. seems pretty good. Seems that seems pretty solid. That seems pretty solid. I think you guys should probably, everyone should probably have one of those Ghost Server for ninety three dollars. Pretty good. Hand Ninja for oh, two dollars twelve cents. Oh wow, that's, that's cheaper than it was on release. That's a pretty day. good deal. That's a pretty good deal for the old hand and on a bike. <laughs> I feel I like, like I, that. I was buying them for like four bucks on release day. So, uh, Hell Cycle, Hell Cycle. Whoa, that's dropped in price because those were like ten dollars on a release. So seven sixty four for Hell Cycle. Okay, okay. Yeah. These are actually some okay, solid pretty prices. Solid, pretty solid stuff over there. Well, mm. right on. 
generic motorcycle 679 again was about 10 bucks on release day uh namor 77 ish dollars night nurse is a character in the set uh orb orb is definitely it's it's five five oh nine not a huge sale on orb but i will say for uh popper pulp exclusive kind of like content you're gonna want an orb orb's a must own yeah he's just he's a must own Schleipnir, 68. Spirit Ooh. Rider. This is a chase. $47. Ooh, man. Cheap chase. Cheap I, chase. I'd actually rather have Spirit Rider than Sleepnir, which is wild. And then I'd rather have Spirit Rider than Spider Knight, who is going for 51 bucks. So oh, I see. A little, uh, little name holding it up. Yeah. Well, Simeon, let's uh let's get started. What uh I'm gonna do quick, what made you happy this week, my man? Yeah, what well, made me happy. Obviously we're coming off the uh holiday ish weekend, so coming off of Thanksgiving, had some great food. I had it multiple times. It felt like I went to three or four Thanksgivings, which who boy, as as Willie Carlisle would say, boy howdy hot dog, uh pretty good ah. life. Um, a lot of Thanksgivings, a lot of things to be thankful for, mostly food related, but, uh, no, it was all food related. Everything was awesome. I really love mashed potatoes, just the right amount of sour cream and chive and like that kind of situation. I don't like my mashed potatoes plain. I don't like needing gravy on my mashed potatoes, although I will eat mashed potatoes with gravy i prefer mashed potatoes that like stand on their own and if i need gravy on the mashed potatoes well that means you didn't do them right means means mashed potatoes were a little lacking that's all oh interesting yeah interesting a little bit of a yeah a little bit of a you know not not quite saying your mashed potatoes are bad but mm, maybe they're bad if i have to use gravy I don't thing. know. I just mashed potatoes and gravy is just like you got to have gravy with the mashed potato. Like I was never like gravy the with mashed potatoes, potatoes are bad. is good. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's not, but mashed potatoes standing you, on you're their own. You're saying they should be able to stand on their own yeah. with or without the gravy. Absolutely. Interesting. There's, I mean, that's I've, I guess I've had I suppose some really that's really good gravy. Pretty I've fair. made some really good gravy. Like I really like making like a beef uh like a roast. Sure. And putting like the right amount of like seasonings in it, yeah. where like I can condense that down into a really good gravy, that's awesome. But mashed potatoes should be able to stand alone. They should be able. To, they should be able to hand hang. You know, not need gravy. If they need gravy, uh, I mean, still good. I. Okay. I don't know what to say. I really like shoving a pound worth of potatoes in my <laughs> my gullet with anything, you know. Uh, but yeah. Um, on a personal note, it was it was a really good, uh, really fun extended family Thanksgiving that we did. Um, we had more people show up than normal, so that was cool. And I remembered most of their names. I awkwardly ah, didn't job, talk to 
75% of them. So it was, it was still just like the aunts and uncles and grandparents that I was like, hello, hi, I know you, you know me, and that, that kind of thing. And uh, my cousins that are of varying ages, some close to my own, I was like, I will look at you from across the hall because I don't, I don't talk to people my own age. So, uh, but no, it was great. I heavily enjoyed it. We had a lot of interesting conversations, some that uh, would take hours worth of podcasts to repeat everything that was going on. But regardless, very fun stuff. And then, uh, you know, other than like the five and a half hours worth of drive round trip, it was worth it. So, yeah. Well, there you go. That sounds like a, I don't know, sounds like a great old time to me. And that's pretty much same thing. What made me happy? Hanging out, eating a bunch of food, hanging out with the, uh, with the family and just getting, yeah, getting a little fat over the weekend. It's always, it's just always a good time. We did, uh. We did watch all of Scott Pilgrim takes off over the weekend. Oh, is that the animated do, version? That's the new animated show. Yeah, okay. I yeah. highly, I highly recommend it. Wow, what a fun! Watching the first episode, I was like, "Is this just going to be like them anim- like animating the Scott Pilgrim like book, keeping it a little more true than the movie was, or something?" And I was like, "Oh no, this is a completely different original project." And man, what a good time! It really fleshed out a lot of characters, most like the evil exes and stuff that just don't get that much screen time or yeah. die die in a minute <laughs> or I mean, so skateboard to their death. You know? Yeah, the, so the original Scott fun. Pilgrim. Few problems with the original. The casting, not necessarily one of them, but just the pacing. No. Like, they obviously didn't have enough time. Like, it was a feature movie, so they did not have enough time for each individual X to, like, have, like, their whole, like, arc. Right. And there was such good casting. I mean, gosh, what's his name? Chris. Hey, Chris Evans, Evans as Evil yeah. X number two. Yeah, Chris dude. Evans. Obviously, like, an amazing one. Um, gosh, the dude that was Brandon Routh? Brandon Routh as the vegan, yeah. Yeah. Another great one. Amazing and, like, just, like, so, like, fast. It's just, like, so fast and gone and done. And you're just, like, man. As a, as a fan of, like, the original series, when I, like, originally read it, uh, I knew, like, the movie was coming out. And I was just, like, man. They they really took like quite a long series and just like burned it into like two hours worth of like content quite fast. And then they changed the ending, which was probably like the worst thing to me. But I haven't watched that the is the, that is my least favorite part about the movie as well is the ending change. Uh, I'm right there with you. So th- I highly recommend it. They're like 20 little minute episodes. There's only eight episodes. They're pretty easy, digestible, and yeah, they flesh out a lot of the characters. They're really, really fun. I think it subverts expectations, and then I think most people knew this, but they pretty much got, I want to say basically everybody back to voice their character from the movie is like, they're all back. Like, you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely Chris Evans as number two. That's definitely Brandon Ralph. That's Michael nice. Sarah. You know, it's like, oh wow. And it, it is really cool, like hearing them again, Audrey Plaza, like all of them. And so it's super fun. And then yeah, like I said, fleshing out the characters and just having a totally different story is is huge. So highly recommend that to any listener that may want to check that out. But yeah, that was 
yeah, Thanksgiving also made me happy doing a little bit of that. Found out the hometown gas station has added a little mini pizza area. We're really, Kennebec's getting Ooh. fancier and fancier by the minute. Uh, and I went and got some breakfast pizza, and it was pretty solid. I was I was like, all right, all right, Kennebec, okay. Wow. Okay, yeah. Halverson Oil, I see you guys. I see you. So I was pretty I was pretty happy with that. It was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I'm, now we can get gas station pizza here. It's not Casey's, uh, but it is still gas station pizza. And wow, wow, wow. That somehow made me incredibly excited. So, I yeah, mean, good on. Yeah. Yeah. The only Where reason was that like, when I was growing why up, Casey man? is no longer like <sighs> Casey's is no longer interesting is because they've grown to the extent where like they're now like like the the Amazon of gas stations in the Midwest. Oh, absolutely. But at one point Casey's was like oh, you're traveling, you might run a, like run across a Casey's and that was like wild. You would be driving and be like oh no. We have to pull over. There's a Casey's, and Casey's has pizza, and then you would do so, <laughs> and like you would have, yeah, gas station pizza. Exactly, and nowadays yeah, it's just pizzas. Yeah, Casey's has like exploded, and so I feel like they've expanded to the point where uh, their current workforce does not uh, complete each gas station. So like now they now have one person working the. Uh, kitchen and one person working the actual registers right. and it just feels right, like, yeah. it's like wow i i had to wait 20 minutes to check out here why it can be oh, a little that's tricky. right because it can be a little everywhere tricky. is a casey's now so yeah at least locally but they yeah they purchased uh, all the buckies they really have all the buckies no not all the buckies uh let's go ahead and jump into some news this week Pretty light news week. We've already kind of mentioned it a few times, but get those sales while the getting's good. They are kind of cyber week sales. We already mentioned Cool Stuff Inc. They're gonna be doing all week. The WizKids store. I think now's a great time to get some of the stuff that's in stock. I bought I bought three things so far. I don't know if I want to buy too much more just to get more and more gingerbread men. These the surfboard ones are better. Gingerbread man. Yeah. And he is so cool. And I finally have the first one from when I bought it from their first like original just buy something like it's like fifty bucks and get gingerbread man. And now this is like every order, minimum order is like twenty dollars for them and the shipping can kind of be a little expensive sometimes. So it's kinda of like iffy. It's between like five to ten bucks, depending on like how big your thing is. But uh still free gingerbread man is pretty pretty dang dope so i bought three uh, three fantastic four op kits equal about 22 dollars uh so you can just do that to get a gingerbread man and then i this is this one's a bit more expensive but i bought a full countertop display for the marvel 10th anniversary hero click set because i do think that's a very oh. iconic set and i think it's a really really cool set and it's always been expensive to get a hold of for some reason and i would like to have a complete set of that but I feel like once I get it, I'll just be like, man, I don't want to open it. I kind of want to just leave it. Yeah. All, all in their boxes and looking all nice and pretty. So we'll see what happens if they make some million dollar uh, legacy cards from that set, which to be fair, I think they should, because yeah. that literally has some of the most iconic versions of like Iron Man, Spider-Man, Captain America, Thor. Uh, you know, there's a really cool version of Weapon X Wolverine in there. There's a great version of Storm, The Thing, like 
Marvel 10th anniversary is such a good set. You could literally legacy card that entire set, that Magneto. Oh, like literally legacy card that entire set and people would be happy. But anyway, so I bought that and a few other things. So yeah, definitely be on the lookout for those. It's... If you want your gingerbread men, if you want your 25% off savings, I think now is the best time to get the Guardians holiday is what I will say. Yeah, 75 bucks. That's yeah. pretty good. And then a free gingerbread man on top. Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Merry holidays to all of you because like that's a great Guardians I deal right there, the, I think. It's not a Heroclix item, but the D&D uh, Gargantuan Tiamat, which has been 400 bucks in store everywhere for the last four years. Uh, it's 299 on the shop. So you get 100 bucks off and then a okay, gingerbread man. That's pretty stout. Oh, you still get a gingerbread man, even if it's not hero clicks. Oh, that's I tight. believe so. I think it's you get a free gingerbread man with. Uh, well, this is okay. Hero clicks purchase, but okay. I do think there was a, a something for any purchase, uh, and then the onslaught you... starter is normally one forty. You can get it for one oh five. That's not terrible. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's kind of like that. There's quite a bit of like off-brand, yeah. not hero clicks stuff. Non-hero clicks stuff. And then yeah. of course, you know, there's bricks and cases and stuff that you can also get. Which, yeah, man, I know it's like the best time to get warlock tiles. I just still can't. I still can't just you can bring yourself it. to buy the warlock tile once. Yeah, once I have like five people showing up to my house every weekend to play. Hero clicks, then I'll get warlock tiles. Dungeons and Dragon. Like, Here we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've got like Sunday will be Hero clicks. Saturday will be D and D. Once I have both of those locked in at my personal home, I will then buy warlock tiles. But like warlock tiles are literally the coolest. Literally like the coolest maps. They're pretty sick. They're it's pretty. They are pretty sick. So cool, and they all like. You can buy multiples and click them all together. It's insane what some people have done with them already. And it's insane, like, what the total cost would be if you wanted to make, like, a huge map with them. But, yeah. They're pretty dope. They're pretty dope. What else is going on in the world of Heroclix news besides all these fun savings for the holidays? And a few releases. I know Champion Clicks posted, we're not going to get into this dial, but Champion Clicks did post the Spider-Man OP kit dial, wherever they found that. That's kind of cool. So you want to check that out. It's there. We, this week, posted the, and this is up on our YouTube right now, so go check it out, the Scooby-Doo Villains, the Bat Villains uh, OP kit that's going to be coming out next year. And that yeah. is the Scooby-Doo Villain, Joker, Penguin, and then a pretty well-rounded just Two-Face with the Riddler Legacy card, which are really, really, really cool figures. And I highly recommend you check them out because they are super fun. And check out, like, just check out the video and figure out, like, what the Scooby-Doo villain mechanic is because yeah, it's so it fun. Like You'll love people it. people knew that Legacy card, but, like, I don't think it was announced. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, a first appearance forget. Legacy, for, at least for me. I didn't realize it until we got it. Like, that was a character, uh, that particular character. Uh, Riddler, but um, yeah, and then uh, over at HeroClix headquarters, yes, over at HeroClix oh, headquarters, right. yeah, uh, he unboxed the the armor, the Hall of Armors, armor, yeah, Hall of, Hall of armor. armor, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Obviously, like we'll also be doing an unboxing, but uh, he was able to 
show it off first and that Heroclix Hall of Armor iconic series. Really cool. I think the sculpts are all worth it. The dials are very interesting. It's essentially, without going into everything, it's essentially like an interesting take on uh, shifting focus that allows you to pull characters in for one click, but then you can't shift into them for the rest of the game if you do so. And it's very interesting. They're all very good clicks. It's just like, is it worth it to like, you know, build a team around XYZ? I think so. I think it's going to be interesting. I think people are going to want to do it. Um, I think coming off of Wheel of Vengeance, the one thing that I was hoping this set would have that it didn't was like some sort of pilot ability because these these are all like empty armors. These are just... Man, that would have been cool. Yeah. You're right. If it was like, we don't have a Tony Stark and we haven't had a Tony Stark and since Nick Fury, we haven't mm. had a Tony Stark. Uh, but kind of crazy yeah having like an iron man or stark industries keyword that could pilot these would have been very good coming off of wheels of vengeance but yeah it's essentially just yeah it's a it's a really cool interesting shifting focus and then you get like certain characters that you want to pull off from this hall of armor uh you get them on click 11 so for one click you get them to stay on your you're bored and uh all of them have very interesting powers on click 11 it's like the best combo of the dial on click 11 but you don't right, exactly shift back once you do that so very cool very interesting and uh yeah probably like one of the best display iconics that we have so oh easily because it actually has like little display cases for each figure like that makes it so nice even if you leave it in packaging they look super nice in there which is cool but taking them out and having them lined up in the little armor it they look so dope they're super cool yeah is that i want to say it's pretty much everything for news this week it's a super super light news week yeah, we're in between and sets. Yeah, that's we're, about it. We're still waiting on different stuff, so that's basically it. Yeah, so I think we just we hit the old dusty trail and we see what threads are cooking up out there in the wild, huh? Friend, I just wanted to play. Now, firstly, we ain't friends. Don't make no mistake on that subject. Now, secondly, he can't hardly see, let alone reason. Now, reasoning ain't never been one of my strong points, neither, but seeing I do just fine. So here we have a great thread that Simeon found, which I must say is a little deceptive based off the title and was not at all what I thought it was going to be when we got in store. But the thread is, of course, a good old HC Realms thread <laughs> uh, by Red and Blue Rocks. Shout out Red and Blue Rocks. Yeah. The also, title of the thread is shout out to uh, JSA Clicks and Jay Solomon, who uh, oh, right sent on. me this originally. So. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Shout outs, shout so, out. I mean, I I know Jay occasionally appears on that podcast, even though it's mostly uh, Jackson and. Pretty sure it's Jackson and Devin's podcast, Devin. right? Yeah, Jackson yeah. and Devin. That's it's their podcast, but Jay occasionally shows up. So they they like, have Jay guest on it. That's pretty yeah, cool. He was like, "I'm a guest podcast <laughs> this week. Here's uh, a thread that like I looked at, and I was like, cool, Jay. We'll get to this in like three weeks or not." I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You, you weird kind of random podcaster guy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to JSA. Uh, 
one of the more regular HeroClix podcasts, and uh, they're they're also like true. tangentially uh, like kitchen tabletop casual friendly. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. The so the thread here is the worst designed figures ever, which in my mind, and I and I don't know where that takes you, listener. But in my mind, that takes me to figures where I'm like, oh, man, that's like Ultron Infinity. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like, man, they made him terrible. He's supposed yeah. to be so good. And like, takes me to things you really drop the ball. Like, that's what with. I thought of. Yeah, the more realms, so like disappointment. Were the realms Hela and, well, like Hela after Rada and uh, Malekith. Oh, sure. and oh Malekith, like, yeah. Obviously, oh. Malekith from uh, uh, the... Mighty Thor? Mighty Thor, yeah. Like, yeah, both versions fair. of him that were, like, big playable versions just, like, felt like they really missed the mark. I'm like, man, this guy is more than Incap. Like, I understand, like, the thought process behind Incap, but it's like, this guy He's more than stops Thor and making things cold. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, especially in that storyline where he was, like, the main big boss, big villain in that storyline, you were like, this is what Malekith does? Are you serious? You know, it was a little disappointing. So those are kind of what we were thinking when we thought, like, yeah, this is, like, a bad designed character. Uh, let's just read old blue, Red Blue Rocks here, his own words. Just thinking about figures in the game that are just poorly designed. Maybe not completely broken, but game-breaking enough to make you cringe. I'd say the new Mephisto is one of them. They could at least have limited the points. Other figures he places are. Uh, let's start with the two that he thinks of. So off bat, he's not so much saying like a poorly designed, inaccurate to the comic book character or movie or whatever they're based off of. Yeah. He's more so just saying they're point kind cost. of overpowered. They're yeah, they're point costed a little. They're just too good. He's more so complaining about things that are too good. Is more so what. Uh, Mr. Red and Blue Rocks is getting at. So he says he really dislikes the GCPD Cruiser, which is famous for the clear the streets and cuffed to the bumper. It won like a Heroclix Golden Age tournament in like 2013, 2014, forever ago, basically. Um, he even goes into like the could I ever beat it uh, and like some stuff like that. And then he goes into this Thanos from Galactic Guardians which is a 350-point figure and, like, only ever at 350 points. Um, and so he was kind of whatever. Uh, they ran it at, like, 500 points in this guy's local tourney, he said, and he never saw this team lose uh, when that special ability activated. Being able to place your opponent within your grasp from the start is complete BS. Yeah. Uh, somebody tells me he wouldn't like a few other uh, figures that have come out <laughs> since then that so let you just place 12 range two targets 12 attack with uh special attack power give thanos a free action choose a character within range and line of fire replace that character's speed value with his printed attack value and attack value with his printed speed value until your next turn in a realm of like mostly 10 11 speeds and like you know 10 to 8 attack values not terrible no. being able to like you know swap those around but yeah this uh this thing biggest... for sure was like we called him chanos i think okay and or maybe that was the prime i don't remember but yeah we definitely had a nickname for this thanos because like he did a lot of stuff 
and I'm not going to get insane amount of stuff. It, but yeah, yeah. High range, high attack and damage. And back in like an era where most characters didn't have that, so it was like hard to do like good support to like boost one character. Like tent poles weren't really a thing, but one man armies were definitely like if if they were just good on paper as a one man army, then they were good. Yeah. If they were a tent pole where they needed like their support powers and this Thanos just wiped out like the support characters, no good. Pretty bad for you. I agree. Uh, so kind of getting into the thread, I will say Hester, I would say this is honestly quite surprising, follows the thread to more, more what I thought the thread would be. And he kind of just says a character, I assume that he thinks is just designed badly and not something that he couldn't beat because he shouts out like this Adam Warlock that's 450 points, which is wild that a skill base figure was ever 450 points. Uh, and then just like kind of bad. And I'm like, yeah, that's like a poorly designed figure. So actually shout out Hester for being like, yeah, this is more so yeah. not in line with the original like OP's idea of the thread, but definitely what I assume when I hear of bad design figures. Because the rest of the thread really goes into the old heads of HC Realms kind of complaining about the stuff that was really broken. So, uh, you know, J-Dub here, he has some pretty good contenders of, yeah, these figures were broken that needed an errata. Which you could argue that a poorly designed figure is a figure that needs an errata. Yeah, in their time. So, like, Nightcrawler, uh, Web of Spider-Man Nightcrawler, yeah, super broken. The Web of Spider-Man Cosmic Spider-Man really freaking good shooting through literally everything which is kind yeah. of insane you need uh, and then the iron pharaoh from invincible iron man yeah really really strong figure that does get errated later on and same thing the sentry void stupid strong figure that got errated later on so I, I would agree that saying you could say any figure is poorly designed if it needs like an errata or something but these are just heavy contenders busted figures in each of their own eras that were like not fun to play against. He, I, I would say, makes the most sense. We have straight up, yeah, dude's dumb, <laughs> dude's dumb. I mean, that was like when I when I first got into Heroclix like in a big way. Oh yeah, and, and you were looking up, up like content or whatever play on YouTube. That was like the thing that came up, and I was like, I don't, and like I don't, I didn't understand it because that wasn't how we played back in like 2014. So this was like mm, sure. Yeah earlier than that so yeah it was very interesting but it was just no one plays this anymore oh no not at all what were some figures that you would say Simeon? before we get too far into the thread here looking at everybody else what are some figures that you would say are poorly designed in the way that i kind of think the thread is which is like a figure that's like badly designed and then like a figure that would be more fitting for what op is getting at for the thread which is like an overpowered figure yeah, yeah, broken or just a figure you hated playing against. So th things that I would say were poorly designed were... I don't remember if he was a title character, but the Kang the Conqueror from mm. the Avengers a Forever. ABPI? Or Avengers Forever? Okay, sure. Avenger, yeah, Avengers Forever. Yeah. I mean, ABPI for sure, too. Because he I liked like him, the, though. Uh, I liked that the title, title character. character. I, thought he was, I thought he was pretty fun, though. I actually really liked that title character. He wasn't, like, a great title character, but I thought he was pretty fun. Yeah. Like they're, yeah, they're I will say fine. The, they're like interesting. They're just like I want a Kang that can actually take on the Avengers. Like whenever we get like a character that is like quote unquote title villain like status, 
like Loki, Kang, whatever. I want like it to take a full team of Avengers to take him down. I don't want right. it to be like yeah. my Thor matches your might kind of situation because like that's just not interesting to me. Um, I'll also say, man, uh, there's, not, there's been like a lot of Black Panthers that do interesting stuff, but like they just don't hit the mark for me for actual like sure. Avengers comic Black Panther kind of characters. Like it might be fine. I haven't read a lot of like Black Panther specific comics, but every time he's in the Avengers, he is like on the same like level and status of Iron Man, and he's doing usually more, if not like the same. And he, it just seems like he takes like a back roll in every kind of like he's like more of like a sport figure, oh, sure. and he's like all like I'm stealthy. I charge in and I slash you, and it's like T'Challa doesn't charge in and slash people in like Avengers comics. He's like on the council of let's figure stuff out and uh, decide things, you know, kind of situation. And we don't get that a ton, which is probably like the reason why I like the uh, Avengers versus Avengers chair Panther, like the, the super rare oh, sure. one where he like brings in like the like Wakanda warriors and stuff. That's probably why I like that one more because it just seems more like the one that I'm used to reading about. As far as broken ones go, oh man! Like at one point, I thought Gore the God Butcher was broken. So like that's quite oh, a ways boy. removed. But like that was back when uh, resources and stuff were available. So since then, I mean, obviously, uh, Faust, the D twenty Faust, um, the pre errated Legacy Thanos was pretty egregious, in my opinion. That was something that just like never should have happened. I don't. I don't think they should ever allow characters to free anything while being able to see through blocking, because that just creates like a situation where you're gonna barrier up and free attack people through blocking or whatever. Um, and then something that I think I think both of the Wolverines from X of Swords missed the mark. Oh like really? Wolverine has okay. a very specific port portion of like the X Men. He's got a very specific kind of role for like X Men specific teams, where he's not like a leader. He's not like doing a whole lot. He is mastermind fodder, and he is very good at not dying. I think that's the role that he should have taken. And X of Swords, it was different because he was actually like, it was all one on one battles with swords kind of thing. So right. I understand why he filled those roles. But I definitely feel like uh, we, ha we don't have enough Wolverines that jump in front of the gun when we've gotten other characters that do that exact thing better. And it's wild to me that like other characters have done a better job of being Wolverine when like that's not really what they do. So, like, you know, it's just, it's weird, and it's wild to me. But, yeah, I think Wolverine and, like, X of Swords is probably just, like, both bad design, but more so the main set. The uh, organized play one probably is closer to, like, a Wolverine that I'd actually believe in kind of situation. Yeah, I'd say I agree with that. It's kind of wild, though. It's like, yeah, those Wolverines are just there to die or i mean I, you could say the other one is like they're kind of like a soak up damage but he doesn't really uh show that he's gonna soak it up for the team or something you know 
like let him out there and just let him get all mangled up. Let Wolverine take the hits that no one else can. I would say, as far as like some figures go, that I think were just like broken or unfun, more so like what OP is saying. Probably Unimind. I think pre errata Unimind definitely with being able to perplex anybody with all that, making him just a call-in battery was just miserable uh, and made call-ins, like, really, really made call-ins annoying while they were on their way out, which yeah. sucks. So, There's like, no that was a pretty big bigger. one. The best point character to call stuff in, also yeah. able to perplex plus two to two, like, stats. It was, like, yeah. obviously, it was going to be attack and damage goes up plus two, so... Every call-in had, like, a 14 for 5 or 6 or something insane. That was, yeah. It was it was a little it was a little silly. <laughs> it was a little dumb. So, I gotta say, I didn't like him. I think after the change is fine, because then every single time I've played, a, played against him after the change, it was, like, easy, you know, you're dead. So, like, that's cool. I would say fundamentally broken at the time of his release is, like, Traitor. I think Traitor was actually, like way too powerful of a designed figure when he first came out around that ABPI era. Just being able to be like, okay, I'll take that object from you and then I can do that object's free action again. It oh, led yeah. to a lot of abuse with like Kobic. I do think Trader was like problematic yeah. for sure. You know? The, the uh, and then more so like was Oh, man. Like, nowadays, Kobe would be like a real hard 100 point play. Oh it's yeah, like super hard 100 like, point play. But like Back then, 150 points of Kobic Trader was like your best piece gets nerfed hard. Yeah, dude. It's like, oh, I just can't play this figure. Like, I people can complain as much as they want, saying like, oh, I just can't play this figure now. This piece was literally, yeah, you literally just cannot play this figure. Is what that combo meant, which isn't as good in today's game, of course. But like back then, it was like, oh, I, okay, wow, I really just cannot play that figure. Okay, well that sucks. So glad glad they are no longer a thing glad they're no longer happening in my opinion honestly um more recent designs where i've just been like really that's that's what that character does the the most egregious one in recent memory is bucky and winter soldier from avengers forever being like you guys must have gotten these designs mixed up because like that's not bucky that bucky's really good but that's not bucky that's not what bucky does and right. then that Winter Soldier is like horrible, and you're like, "This is Winter Soldier? You're kidding! This is yeah. assassin throughout the ages, <laughs> Winter Bucky. Soldier. This Bucky's yeah. a little too murderous. This Winter Soldier's a little too content with uh, yeah, dude. I don't know the other stuff. Exactly. So like, those would be the biggest ones. I would say I still say notorious Lex Luthor. I he's warmed. I've warmed up to him in at least a sealed environment. But I still think overall, as like a Lex Luthor, I'm still pretty bummed with his design and what he does. So that's a pretty big one. I There's nothing in Wheels of Vengeance where I've been like, oh, that's what they do? Like completely just disheartened. I think the last time I was truly disheartened by like what a piece did was like Ultron Infinity. And like uh, after that, sure. there's never been there's never been a piece that's let me down in dial wise. I think as that's, bad as Ultron that's Infinity probably as. the most standout egregious like this dial should have done more than yeah, exactly. Ultron Infinity, which I defended it at the time because I was like, I genuinely and I still will defend it because I, I genuinely think that it's it's a cool dial design where it's like this isn't Ultron with the gems. 
this is Ultron where if he gets the gems, he wins the game. I think they just made it too hard for him to win the game. I think it should have been yeah, I agree with that. it should have been like he deals the damn I I don't think it should have been instead of damage dealt, he gets like the tokens. I think it should have been both. So for 150 points, that's a, right. That's what he was worth. 125. 125. 125. Yeah. So for 125, he should have been like, I dealt you four or five damage, whatever, and I'm going to roll a D6 and potentially get like this many tokens. And that's what it, it always should have been. It should have been like, I get, you know, four tokens from this character. I get five tokens from that character. Now I am like I have the complete gauntlet and the game's over. I win, you know, right situation. But for game balance reasons, he would have to be like three hundred points and essentially like just free like have like free attacks and other stuff and if he hit he would just automatically get tokens. I don't know. It's probably hard to balance a character like that, but it still feels probably, like it was just wildly. He still off. should have been like a two hundred and fifty point or like three hundred point ten pole. Yeah, that was just gonna, you know, murk people. But it just, yeah, I think totally a lot of people would have. I mean, well, I know a lot of people would rather have him been like fully gauntleted up, like full powered right. Ultron, and that's his whole dial. And so, like, we could have had instead of having the Watcher. Um, convention piece we could have had a mission point ultron piece where he's collecting the different like gems and then we could have had in like the main disney plus set like ultron who has all the gems or something i don't know it's it's rough because i i really like the design i just it just never was gonna work it was obvious it was never gonna work like this these like the mission point kind of thing has a certain draw and it's not like a single character of winning like that's never been the draw of mission points it's always been like adding certain mission points and having like the, the majority of like the build being a character that can't damage to get mission points is really rough yeah are there any picks here from this thread of people commenting what they think is the most like worst designed figure of all time? Anything on the thread that really sticks out to you that you want to like bring up? I mean, obviously the D twenty Faust. Oh, it's, huge! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Super Clixer is the first to bring him up, which takes quite a while for me to get to that one. It's kind of wild. ironic, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Like the stuff that gets announced before. <laughs> D20 Faust, literally the only character in Heroclix history that got uh, not banned, but like pre-rotated. Rotated the the early rotation. Yeah, the early rotation I, and then I believe no he was supported golden. Yeah, Double errated and then pre-rotated. And yeah. for people that don't know what this D20 Faust did, he was 80 points. There was a 160 point counterpart of Strange. So yeah. like literally for double the points, a character that did the same thing. This uh, Felix Faust was five clicks deep, but that didn't matter. His dial didn't matter because the whole thing was that he had the Necronomicon. At the beginning of each turn of your rolls, you roll a D6 that can't be re-rolled. On a result of one through four, roll his D20, and Felix Faust can 
use the indicated power until you roll again on a result of 5-6 you may choose the roll of his d20 so when he was legal at the beginning of the time of he's legal you could re-roll that d6 roll and then on a 5-6 just choose what the d20 roll said and the d20 roll did a lot of stuff it did uh 20 i mean almost 20 things specifically but it was things yeah, like yeah uh, i mean opposing characters combat values can't be modified replaced which is like okay uh replace all speed values with three this value is locked which is like okay if i'm gonna charge hypersonic whatever just not doing that this turn friendly uh friendly characters can use willpower back then that was like Meh. Uh, once per turn, he could re-roll a single d6, ignoring the original result. Felix Faust may must be within range and line of fire of the character for the, which the original roll was made. I think it was the orange one. Uh, give Felix Faust a free action. Place an energy dampener token on each opposing character's card. While an energy dampener token is on the character's card, even if this power is lost... That character can't be given a power action. Back then, power actions were yeah. charge, running shot, hypersonic. It was like half of the things that you would do were power actions back then. So, yeah, that just like shut everyone down for a turn, and they had to remove them. So to remove remove the token from a character's card when that character is given a non-free action. So you'd have to give them a power action to remove. <laughs> the token Ugh. so that they could next turn take a power action uh, on red it was uh, give Felix Faust a power action each player places all friendly characters in their starting area so if that was you, good on the like Man, big maps yeah it would just be like alright like I'm gonna put you all you all the way back in like the worst possible positioning that you can possibly be in it's I mean it's clear the year that this guy was legal, he won Worlds. And I think he, he didn't win Worlds going up against, like, different tech. It was he won Worlds going up against himself. And it was just, like, the best roles and the, like, most consistent Felix Faust team won. And so, like, congrats, Paris. You made Mephisto after winning <laughs> Felix Faust. Yeah. But, like, genuinely, like... It was a rough worlds because like I I have to imagine I don't know have like the stats in front of me but I have to imagine it was like top sixteen was this Felix Faust it was insane there's a reason why he's banned in most Bronze Age kind of events or Golden Age right. events because um, he just can literally shut down entire teams. For no reason, come like completely throughout, like whatever. He had to get it ratted twice, and then he got early rotated. That's how bad he was. He's literally the only character to receive bad. that treatment. Um, however, the same poster that posted Felix Faust for the first time also posted the Avengers. Um, what was this? Avengers. Assemble? ASAM? Yeah. Avengers Assemble oh, yeah, Avengers Chase Assemble. Uh, King Thor. Comes in at 369, 300, or some other point value. I can't remember. Uh, it just said, like, 
run, right? For this one, like he, run for this or something? one was run away. Yeah. Yeah, run away as run fast away. as you can. I've played this unique King Thor. He's not good. Like yeah, he ain't that good, bro. Yeah, he's got power cosmic, which is great. He's got uh, the top value, which is like the most interesting one, is 369 points, where he's a 12 for six with prob, and then he, he has just got the cool attack power that is swamped with that. Yeah, that attack power. It's just, yeah, he is pretty good it's if it pops off, but it's kind of hard strength. to get it to pop off. Every time he makes an attack and the attack roll is three or greater than the target's attack value or defense value. So assuming like let's say they have like an 18. If I roll a seven or higher, I don't get to do this. Uh, if they have a 18, I have to roll with his attack value on that dial. I have to roll a, let's see, five. After all, a nine or higher, yeah. So it's not like crazy; it's just interesting. It's fun if it happens, right? Uh, so if you roll three or greater than the target's defense value after actions resolve, he may make a close combat attack as a free action. Back in the day, this meant that like if I just kept hitting, I could keep hitting. I could potentially like burn through somebody's dial one shot like one action i just burn through their dial if i roll good enough and he's got prob on his 369 point dial um he also has prob on his lower dial i can't remember the value of that like 200 maybe but yeah probably too much honestly yeah it's 11 for four i've played this guy in like higher point games and he almost immediately gets like knocked down because he has two special damage clicks, and they're not stop clicks. They're King Thor can use impervious if this click is revealed while taking damage. Stop turning the dial. So, like, you actually stop it the old-fashioned way, and then this power can't be ignored. But he loses that attack power on the first time he hits that dial. He has no way of healing up. The second time, he can't reduce damage at all, other than, like, just stop turning the dial and click six it's really rough playing him at 369 points i really like this character it's such a cool sculpt it's such oh it's an it's an iconic figure really yeah king thor is amazing in the comics i love those like future imperfect kind of storylines where thor gave up both eyes to like the world tree and got like the rune god knowledge and with the hypersonic and everything, he should be able to like pull something off. But yeah, he just doesn't. It's rough. <laughs> it's really rough. He also has like a trait that is now just normal willpower. At the beginning of your turn, roll a d6 on a 5-6 remove an action token. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, he has a whole trait that's literally just modern willpower. Day willpower. So like, does he have cosmic energy? Does that old he does? Thor he has have? he has old Yo, power cosmic. He's got so the he has double uh, willpower roll. Yeah, he has in current like day. That's aged uh, pretty how well. That works. That's he fun. has a willpower roll from power cosmic, and then a trait that also isn't called willpower. So technically, you get a roll a five six twice for him now. He has gotten better because of that. I love but, it. Uh, yeah. I love it, I love it, I love it. Honestly, it's awesome. Yeah. Probably the next commenter I want to highlight is Buckwheat, and I think Buckwheat says it pretty well, and he said, this this was 13 points. 
and it got you the Green Arrow ID card, the Pim Pocket Tank, the Chase Elseworlds Green Arrow yeah. for a turn, and then, yeah, dropped the tank, and he's like, and you got this tank for the rest of the game, which was like no defense powers, no whatever. I'm like, you know what? He's right. He might, he's out of line, but he's right, because that was dumb. And I think you could say almost any crazy yeah. ID card abuse was dumb. But yeah, Green Arrow, Tank, and then... That Green Arrow specifically... No defense powers. Yeah, that Green Arrow was four. stupid, dude. Like, he wasn't dealing four damage if he shot the tank, but a 13 attack, and then he gets, like, a minus one for the tank or whatever. Yeah. Oof. But still, dude, no defense powers. 13 for four, sees through, what was it, elevated hindering and characters? Yeah, dumb. Yeah. That green arrow for a little five-point call-in was so stupid. So I think he's definitely on the route for... I, and again, not poorly designed, but yeah, busted, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I do... I think old Gambit Tramp here, I think he's 100% correct in saying the Avengers set Dragon Man is a terribly designed figure. This one more so on, like, the sculpt design, because... This Dragon Man was on a flight stand, but he was so big he could never really fit on the flight stand. He would just pop yeah. off and fall over. He was he was a very tough one. I remember pulling him in a few old Avengers boosters when I bought that set. And also being like, 130 points gets me an 8-speed charge with a 9-attack super strength. But it was horrible. You know, like it was terrible back then. Another character that's gotten better and also worse with time. Because, like, not needing to roll for willpower... Or not needing like a willpower like on the defense means like not taking unavoidable damage and then also having giant size so he's a three through six willpower roll to remove action tokens mm, right. his top dial isn't great but it's like that's a long dial for you know blah 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 I guess it is it it's is a long not, dial no one would ever reasonably play it but no nine for four like if I hit it's interesting I mean, it's a little super strength, a little 9 for 4 super strength, a little 9 for 7. All right, heart of the cards, heart of the dice. See what happens. Yeah. The uh, Owl Man on page 2 has a pretty good top 10 list. See what you think about this, Simeon. So number 10 is High Father. I'm, I agree with that one. Uh, Web of Spider-Man yeah. Nightcrawler. He calls it Centroid instead of Century Void. I don't know if that was a nickname or not, okay. but okay. Sure. Icons, yeah, Superman, Balls of Fury, Nick Fury, the Bat Belt, ID cards and he and he puts <laughs> when abused. I'm like, yeah. okay, when are they not ab when are they not abused? I uh, mean occasion just, you'd like casually be like, Hey M, come hang out with the X Men. Hey you and just, like, M, hang stand out here. Don't make like a hypersonic attack, just stand here and be like everybody gets uh, to use that power that you give them. Hey, hey think, uh, Superman, just come in and give everyone invincible for a turn and don't like hypersonic hit somebody 14 for seven or something. <laughs> yeah, for a ridiculous amount. Uh, then he said, after ID cards, he says team bases, GSX, Professor X with support, and then spiral. And he goes a bit into spiral, but yeah, the ability to open a portal next to your opponent first turn before a rattle was absolutely broken and gave your opponent zero chance of winning if you were a competent player. I, uh, I agree. If he's like saying just like broken stuff through the ages. Then yes, I would agree with Owlman that he did list some of the very iconic broken things that have come out. Yeah, yeah. High Father was crazy. Web of Spider Man, Nightcrawler, for similar reasons to High Father, just being able to like place your opposing characters and nuke them is insane. 
Uh, Sentry Void, I never had to play against. I own one because I think it's a dope sculpt, but I've never played against one, and I never played back in the era where Merge and... What was it? Uh, the opposite of Merge. Like oh, merge Split. And Split. Split. Yeah, yeah the Split merge, merge. Split yeah. was never like a thing when I played. Like, no one. I've ever, I've never once played against somebody who merged or split. Oh, man. What? Yeah. I was merging and splitting all the time. I always be merging and splitting. Yeah, I that almost was like wish it was best. so... I mean, and to be fair, it's it kind man. of is a thing again with uh, the new Kinda, vehicle yeah. stuff. So, like, that's kind of like a split when, you know, like, you can pop out, like, the pilot for a single attack, and then they either go back to the card or they miss and they just disappear. That's kind of a thing again. Balls of Fury, I definitely played against... Um, that was something where it was like a, a super prop because it didn't work the same as like normal prop, but now we have super duper prop with Scott Porter. So who cares for a hundred points more than that single Scott Porter costs? Um, bat belt. That's just a resource ID cards. Also kind of just a resource team bases. Team bases is a whole different thing. That's like, You've got varying yeah. levels of what was not broken and what was broken. And most of them were pretty broken against a team that wasn't team bases or didn't have, like, super min-max. But, uh, yeah, there were certain team bases that for sure just annihilated the rest. Giant Size X-Men Professor X with support. I don't know... But that's he could target through any X-Men character. So he was just kind of a Iron Pharaoh cyborg type character that could stay all the way in your starting area. Target through like somebody else. Take unavoidable when he did it or something. Or like, I don't why, know. Why uh, he had, well, he had mind. Well, he had mind control. Oh, and that, so and back then, the mind back, control dealt you the, the, yeah, the feedback damage. The feedback yeah. damage that mind control used yeah. to do. Yeah, that's so that's interesting because that like even up to Avengers Assemble, um, Mind back or mind control did feedback damage, and like yeah, Loki and a few other characters in that set said like mind they control, have but don't take feedback damage. And then that it was, was literally so just a few sets later where they just revamped it, and they were like, yeah, feedback damage isn't a thing anymore. And so like yeah, like Red Skull from that, uh, Loki from that. There's a few characters from that that did mind control and didn't take feedback damage, and that just became like the norm. That was just like the rules was like no feedback damage. So that's that's hilarious and interesting at the same time. It was really funny. Uh, I gotta say some good ones in there. Jaguar PhD talking about unique Goblin King at the Yeah. I remember laughing out loud when this guy got previewed, even post nerf, losing power cosmic on his hundred and seventy five and seventy five point lines. He still made a big splash in the meta at 75. That's true. Only four clicks really long, did. being able to pick multiple powers. I mean, you can pick two rollouts. You can pick a you know a pen reducer and rollout. You can pick uh, like prob super senses. You can pick, you can pick a lot of stuff at 75. And back then, like 75 points was like the support value kind of situation like there wasn't a ton of like really cheap support pieces so having somebody that could be a charge flurry or just like support piece for 75 yeah goblin king was insane 
And I mean, Pretty dang good. He won Worlds in 2019 or 2017. Yeah. yeah. And then also being like a very stout tentpole and annoying as heck to try to kill with yeah. like Tony Stark's car and symbiote, which I've lost to many times. Thank you, Kevin Nelson. <laughs> so, yeah, that's always, yeah, always the, fun. The ESD from uh, the Shield or Tony Stark, whatever car. Yeah, Tony Stark's car, dude. Oh. And then Goblin King just picks whatever mastermind and something else. Doesn't matter. It's it's awful. It's literally like the only thing that got around that was like the call in Green Arrow, and they could still like super sense the attack or something. Uh, shape change the attack, I think. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Goblin King was a miserable piece to play against. Now. This next one, I actually agree more so for what I think of the thread, which is this is like these are overpowered and strong characters, but I do also agree that they are just like not good designs and like kind of not healthy for the game. Uh, and Mr. Sunshine says perhaps an unpopular opinion, but then he links both Scott Porters, and I agree with him. I yeah. think you know Mr. Scott Porter, great guy, love what he does to the community, love what he does for charity. A good person. Literally, these, these figures. These figures are going to ruin them. modern until yep, they rotate. Yep. I hate them so much. I am going to yeah. hate playing against them. I don't want to even play them. I think they're great, but I feel bad for playing them. I don't even like putting them on my team. Playing it's one is, is rough enough because it's like literally one for 25 points does what 100 points of a normal character would do. And then if right. you play both of them, it's like, and your opponent's not playing either. You're at such an insane advantage. Like the the few times I've played these, like the one time I played these in casual kind of settings, I had to ignore fifty percent of what each of them did, because if I didn't, then I would have just been like blasting my opponent constantly. And it's right. I like oh actually I have a plus one for my defense oh actually I have a plus one for my uh, attack oh actually I'm healing this turn because every turn I heal like yeah it's insane and if doing too much was a was a hero hooks figure it's these guys they're just yeah. doing too much and it bothers me the problem is like yeah and I mean I've heard this on a lot of other podcasts the problem is like every time I see you know vampire for 25 uh, zombie for 30 werewolf for 25 whatever uh, yeti's like 40 it's like is yeti oh, yeah, right, two dude. Scott Porter's minus 10 points absolutely not no not even like, close what, whatever could be that for one single figure so like any support figure going forward any generic going forward has to like match this or be way less points and there's no way it's going to match this so it has to be either way less points or just you have to accept it's not going to be as good as this and luckily these guys are unique so at most you can play two but dang it's the literally the best 50 points in hero clicks that i have ever seen and that's like yeah, just period. Overall, everything. It's, it really you know, is. Faust was insane, but like these two figures versus Faust with a D20, they would find a way they would be able to kill Faust eventually. Like, it's just that good. Literally, that good. Re rolling a dice roll three times in a match, uh, 
pulse waving, ignoring like friendly characters. Eventually, they'd be able to kill a Faust, a D twenty Faust, and it's just not even on the. It's not a question. They're just that insane. I think they need yeah. some sort of errata, and I. I don't know how you do it without uh, ruining them, but I know it, it feels like they need it. Yeah, I no, I'm right there with you, hundred percent agree. There's some interesting takes on this thread, though. I think listeners should check it out. Might link to it in the description below here of the podcast. You should definitely check out this thread. Maybe even throw. Eh, it's kind of old now to be adding to it, but. It is seriously a pretty interesting thread of like figuring out what people from different eras of hero clicks thought was either like a broken figure or what was actually like a truly like poorly designed figure. Uh, I would say another shout out here to Dapper Apples saying the XXS Xavier School Professor Xavier Dreamer. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That is, and that was a figure that I championed. Though I, I was like trying to push to make him good, make him good, and I did get second place at an event with that figure. There was a sealed WKO with that piece, so that I was... still think he has his uses. But he's bad. Like he is, he's a bad yeah. title character. He's really bad. I can't um, remember. But I do what think people were a little title character that too harsh on him. It was like uh, it was a Reed Richards was like the first title character where when they used their title ability, they didn't take like the like the healed one click right to counteract the the taking damage, and that was like that was something they didn't calculate in for the support characters like Professor X like uh, Reed Mother or whatever yeah yeah there there was a lot of oh Loki. From uh, the Mighty Thor. Yeah. Really needed like something like that. He was like not an attacking character. You needed like ways to subvert that or just not take that damage. Honestly, if they ever do title characters again, which doesn't seem likely, but if they ever did, just completely subverting the the negatives, the taking damage if you don't attack somebody and the... uh, it when this character is KO'd, if you just completely subverted that, it'd be much more interesting. It's like if it takes you five turns to activate this character, and like suddenly they're super OP. All right, <laughs> like in the average hero clicks game, you don't get to turn five, or if you do, it's basically over. So, you know, if your opponent's not attacking that character for that long, and you get to like hypersonic flurry but does like five attacks and deals penetrating damage, like whatever it might be. It seems fine. It genuinely seems fine. Cause like the, the title characters were just like so hindered by needing to attack every turn. And so few of them had like ways to do free attacks or attacks in general or anything. Yeah. It was just rough. Yeah. No. Anything else really poking its head out at you in this thread? No, I I definitely think uh, I might post something in it later, but oh, for I sure. think uh, definitely enough like old hats to have said the same kind of things that I would have said. A lot of uh, things that I was like, yeah, could have either done better or been reined in kind of situations. Yeah, I'm pretty much right there with you. Well, that this thread, I don't know what we want to rank this. 
on a one through ten on a Ooh, I would say on a broken or a poorly designed scale from like a Ultron Infinity, poorly designed being like a one to a Felix Faust, poorly designed being a ten. The Ooh. two different versions of poor design. Where where does this thread rank? I'm gonna rank this thread at Ooh. Between those two. I'm going to put this at the the Ultron, the Age of Ultron organized play grand prize game master. Where it was okay. at a point value that was just never going to be played. So, yeah, I mean, okay. it, it was interesting in the casual perspective, but just never going to be played in almost any format, including most casual formats. You had to be playing like 600 points plus to even consider putting that dial on there because it was like 269 points or something crazy. It is just ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, this is Grandmaster. This is just some, just a dude, guys. He's just a dude. Yeah. A team what in the, the world? Day. Yeah. He really shouldn't be. He's just he's just like a little Jeff Goldblum. Like, oh, I kind of move things around, but he's not like the champion or like Hulk puncher guy, you know, he's not insane. Yeah. I'm going to give this thread a kind of want to put it somewhere in the middle. It's really not too good, but it's just like a poor design. Um, something that's just like kind of unfun, but not super broken. You know what? I'm going to give it, actually, I'm going to give it a Winter Soldier from Avengers Forever because this thread kind of doesn't know what it wants to be is what I'm going to what okay. I'm gonna call yeah. it. Like a, a poor design, but like this thread's like, it's trying to say broken stuff and then it's trying to say like actually like not comic accurate or not yeah. really well designed figures. What so I'm going to call, I'm gonna call it a Winter it Soldier. Inaccurate or do you want it to be like overpowered? Yeah. To, yeah. What now, I think there's pretty big... Pretty big okay. distinctions between the two. That's what I. That's what I would give this thread. Yeah, that's fair. Because yeah, this. That is one thing about this thread is it was very much so like people saying this character was too weak for what it should have been, and then there was a lot of people being like, "Here's the broken figure I remember." It's like Sentry Void should have been broken. Like there's right. If we want oh, to yeah. be comic accurate, there's certain characters in this game that just should win. <laughs> 99% of every Heroclix game that they're put up against. And so, Absolutely. Like, that's technically more comic accurate that Sentry Void was an insane piece back in his time. Uh, Winter Soldier, on the other hand, being worse than Bucky Barnes, not so Bad. accurate. Some would say very no. inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that is this week's Thread Dead Redemption. If you, listener, are ever scowling the internet, looking at all the cracks and crevices, Facebook, HGRLMs, wherever else threads may be popping up, Reddit, a little, little Heroclix Reddit action, then let us know if there's ever any threads you want us to go over and review on the podcast. Well, let's go ahead and jump into some listener questions here. There are dozens of us.
We got a couple of listener questions, which means it's time for the Discord plug. Ladies and gentlemen, the Discord is Patreon exclusive. $5 a month gets you access to the Discord and all the goodies there inside. That's hanging out with Simeon, Ian, and I. Hanging out, playing uh, games like Bad Samaritan, winning cool prizes, doing monthly giveaways for all sorts of cool stuff, as well as seeing behind-the-scenes footage and videos that are exclusive to members of the Patreon. No one else gets to see these videos. Just you guys, just the big super fans of Dial H. And then that is where all of our Discord questions are coming from. Of course, if you ever want to ask us a question, it doesn't have to be on the Discord, but that is just a very simple place where a lot of people go to ask questions since it's so convenient. You can, of course, message us on Facebook or on, that's right, Gmail, dialytreehost at gmail.com and send us a question that way if you ever want to send us a question without having to be a part of our Patreon. First question comes from his own Bill asking, oh, nope, sorry, that was last week. First question actually comes from Luke 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 asking, so now that we have the greatly updated pilot trait, how long until we get the highly demanded property of Mech Strike Monster Hunters as a mega set? Uh, hopefully never. Um, I never want to, I mean, they are, would they be cool two by two colossals? Yes, it would be cool. So, I mean, obviously they would look cool, but is it a terrible storyline and cash grab to sell toys and Funko Pops? Yes. Yes, it is also that. So, yeah, a double-edged sword. But, man, some of them do look pretty cool. I mean, I like that Doctor Strange's mech has facial hair on it. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I just uh, I don't need Zordon or Zordon uh, Thanos with Infinity oh, sure. Gauntlet. Oh, uh, extra plus ultra Thor buster like Hulk buster Iron oh, Man scene. Iron Man yeah like Iron Man is like the only one that makes sense to like really be in that it's like I haven't read this but from the looks of it it's like what if Iron Man designed Transformers but to be like piloted by Avengers that's what it looks like and so that's what I'm assuming and then there's things like mechanical stuff wouldn't make the Hulk stronger like that would probably dampen like the Hulk's actual like power. Oh, like, his power level definitely. like scales to like him. So if he's actually like piloting something, it, I don't know. It's it's fun. It's fun. That's yeah. It's fun. Yeah. No. Next. Yeah, I don't know. Like they would look cool, but they just don't make sense. They just yeah. yeah. They just don't make sense. I'd be cool. His own bill. Getting like the sculpts, but yeah. The sculpts are dope. They really are kind of sick. Uh, Izzone Bill then asks, he's putting up his Christmas tree right now. What is Dial H's official stance on what is the right day to put one up? And then he kind of uh, puts it into a box where he, he asks then, after Halloween or after Thanksgiving? I personally, I don't think, I mean, after Thanksgiving, yes. After, I mean, technically after both right is we could be really pedantic about it and be like yeah i do think you should put it up after halloween and it just happens to also be after thanksgiving uh but technically yeah right you could technically say like yeah after them sure uh if you mean like the day after i would i would i would say neither i don't think you put it up the day after thanksgiving i i'm a big i'm pro december 1st is when everything happens december is the christmas month that's when you put your christmas tree up yeah personally um, that's kind of where I've always been with it in recent years. Now it has become tradition in my house 
that when everybody's back for Thanksgiving, we go buy a tree the day or two after while all the kids are home, and then we decorate it because that's like what mom and dad want. They want the whole family to decorate the tree and get the house ready for Christmas because really we're not going to be in our parents' house until Christmas again. So like that's kind of what our tradition has become. Um, and then I took a bunch of Christmas stuff from my house this year to put up in the Dial H studio house. So I, it's not really set up right now, but I don't know. Sometime this week, it'll probably get some Christmassy stuff set up. But that's just sake of convenience. It's right there. So, But I'm pretty much, I would say, I'm December 1st is when you set up the tree. And then whatever situation you might be in that it needs to be set up before, after, or whatever, then that's totally fine. But for me, I'd be like, yeah, December 1st seems pretty fair. Yeah. I don't think it's ever yeah. too early to do pagan ritual stuff, so... Oh, um, sure. <laughs> if, you, if you want to do, like, the, the Saturnalia, like, before Thanksgiving, before the sacrificial slaughter of, you know, the the turkey, fine. If you wanted to wait till like, more, like, Yule Log time kind of stuff, also fine. Depends on, like, if, if you're, like, more, like, Druid or if you're more, you know, OG pagan kind of, I mean, whenever. But, yeah. It's all it's all cool as long as you're doing it, as long as you're like paying homage to the original gods. Of- <laughs> oh jeez, how how silly! <laughs> I I once uh, probably the most wild thing I ever saw. This was like on vacation in Arizona years ago. Was and it was like in December. No, no, no. Well, no. also that that was pretty crazy. Okay, I was gonna um, say, but like this Sonic had a sign. It didn't say like Happy Holidays, which I I thought was like that's like the safe term. You can just say Happy Holidays, whatever. It said like Happy Winter Solstice, and I was like, huh, yeah, okay, Arizona Sonic. I mean, sh- yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean okay, yeah, uh, okay. They've really I, just, got I was just like, I would have never. I would have never thought in a million years to see like a, a winter solstice sign. I always thought that was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, huh. In, in Arizona, well, for sure, they're like, anything we can do to drop the temperature. Oh, Which, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, Nebraska, you know, we, we had a high of 38 today, and the sun set at 4.57 p.m. So, oh, jeez. It's not getting good anytime soon as far as like no. the heat index goes here. No, it's, it's not. probably like this is like the beginning of the end until the beginning of the good or whatever we call it. So yeah, I would I would whatever suggest you, everyone in this area to please please put up some evergreens. Mistletoe, uh you know, like all the all the things um, pray to whichever deities the the Celtics, the Druids, the Norsemen. Uh, if you're Scandinavian, or you know, obviously like the uh, the Christmas Eve stuff, whichever. I right. we need it in the the Midwest right now. It's getting you gotta bad. survive. It's getting sad gotta... and bad here right well, now. Well, it's not too it's not too bad. I I honestly when I saw that there was snow here, I was like, oh man, is it gonna be terrible? I'm like, okay, it's just like whatever. No, you know that's like this is this is like whatever. But it's it is getting really like today was the first day I'm like, yeah, it's chilly. It's like yeah. it's cold. It's getting cold. It's, it's, it's real cold. Uh so that's fun. But yeah, yeah. I'm also I will say not just the tree bill, but I'm pro. I'm big. I'm pro nutcracker. I'm big pro nutcracker Ooh. guy. Uh, 
I brought my giant dumb nutcracker. He's like four feet tall. He's so stupid. I got him sitting. <laughs> okay. He's. I got him. I got him sitting in our sunroom right now. Since there's not really much sun, he's going to be soaking up. And I'm like, how am I decorate the sunroom to be all Christmassy? That might be my Christmas decor. I've never had a house to decorate for Christmas that has like other human beings will see it besides my family because typically we live too far out in the country to decorate the outside yeah. of the house. So I don't know. I might. I might decorate this house. We'll see. We, I did hear. We uh, did used to put up like actual like lights on like the outside of the house when I was a child and this is the first year that I've done some light decorating on my outdoors so okay right on obviously like you do a wreath obviously because you have to you gotta have it you have to let the vampires know they're welcome regardless of whether you answer the door or not right (laughs) otherwise I don't know how Ian's getting in yeah I mean there's no no chance if he's like gotta wait there for four hours like Calder, can I please come in? Please, can I come in? Please tell me that I am yeah. welcome. And yeah, like so, you have to put like something on the door. For of course, I mean the Ians of the world, but uh, yeah, this is my first year putting lights up, which uh, not the greatest light display, but it's quaint. It's cool. The thought that counts. Yeah. yeah, just to have a little bit of light. I, I know always as a kid driving around the city. And checking out like decorations for like either Halloween or Christmas, you're always like, "Eh, this house doesn't have any lights. Lame." You know, you'd always be like, "Yeah, come on, put something, at least a little something." So I think it's a thought that counts. Just a little something is all that all that matters. A Spidey Luke then asks, "I'm doing mine today, so I vote for Thanksgiving." And then he quickly edited it to make it actually fit into the questions for the show. And then he said, "Do you agree?" And I said, "Yeah, sure, I agree. It's after Thanksgiving. That's fine." Good good for you but i don't i don't i think day after is is just a little too soon let's you know like that whole thanksgiving weekend i was like no this is like thanksgiving weekend like even though we're decorating for christmas i was like no i'm feeling cornucopia and like pilgrimy you know like i'm not feeling christmasy just yet yeah uh right after thanksgiving i i definitely feel like um you have a grace period you should have like a yeah. a week of mourning after Thanksgiving for okay. Uh, like if you're not like you know into um, mourning or like thanking the animals that you have consumed, then you should at least thank your body for processing all the food that you have consumed. Oh sure, what like, you just done? One of those, yeah. If you're like, yeah, I don't know how you did it, body. But you once again managed to get me through a year of Thanksgiving without just shutting down from the sheer amount of starch I shoved in you. Because like no I know I for sure said that to my body at one point. I was like, I don't, I don't know how you've consumed so many potatoes in so few days, but wow, you are a work of art for doing. You really thing. impressed me. Yeah, the fact that <laughs> I woke up today after so many potatoes the other day, incredible. Good job. Keep it up. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I've definitely been like the I know some people are more so Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Those are clearly getting ready for Christmas. And I do agree. Those are clearly sales intended for Christmas and gifts and whatever. But to me, those are just like you can't celebrate Christmas until those are over, man. That's like pre Christmas to me. That's like continuation of Thanksgiving somehow, even though they're not related at all. But if you got to wait until after the sale, the sale days before we get into before we get into Christmas, even though it is technically yeah. Quite literally, like, buy this for Christmas presents. Super Cab 007 asks, which Clicks character 
carves the turkey. Now, Simeon, my first thought was Wolverine, and then I was like, nope, that's super gross. That thing came from inside his flesh and bone. That, like his claws. That would yeah. be probably super duper disgusting to cut the turkey with. Now yeah, that it's I, obviously Wolverine. Wolverine, of course, cuts the, the turkey. Wolverine oh, how can I forget? Already Wolverine. consumed a full turkey, and he's too bloated for his claws to retract inside his body. So he just sits there with his claws out, ready to carve. Hence why the the drumstick is on one of his claws. Yeah. Obviously, Wolverine. Obviously, yeah. Wolverine already consuming the turkey before the meal, then cutting up yet another turkey to, <laughs> to do the meal with, I guess. Yeah, I mean, just the head of the table, the head of the team, right? So you'd, you'd want your uh, your Cyclopses, Professor X's for X-Men to cut the turkey, right? That's kind of the deal. It's like head of the table. You want your, like, Captain America's Iron Man's for your Avengers cutting the team, your Batman's, Superman's for the Justice League cutting the turkey for the team. Uh, if it's a Spider-Verse Thanksgiving, you want OG Peter B. Parker cutting that turkey up. Yeah. You know, I think that's, I think that pretty much, I think people agree, probably stuff like that. Worst if it's like the Midnight Suns, oh man, Doc, Marrow, that'd be gross. Pretty, pretty I don't like bad that. choice is Marrow. Um, a maggot, definitely don't want him doing oh. it. However, he, like, he, he's like, let me just expel these two I don't even want gross to bugs from my stomach to, like, chew parts of, like, the turkey apart. No, don't want that. Um, yeah, there's there's a couple people that like I I would have a definite no to, and then some that yeah would probably do better than others. I think yeah I think that, yeah I'd say that covers it. Yeah, which clicks. Mm, you know what? Maybe Yarnbjorn, Captain America, Pegasus. Ooh. Turkey ain't got no defense. Turkey's yeah. getting cut through. Big Easy. old axe. Big old axe. Probably not the best for precision cutting of I chunks don't of care turkey. If you were but... smoked long enough. Yeah. You're gonna carve the same as they all get, will. Carve, man. Yeah. And then Matt Reed asks, "What, in your opinion, is the most complicated hero clicks to play, or a combo of figures that could be very confusing or hard to master?" In silver, I want. This is tough. In and he doesn't golden? say in silver. Um, he just kind of says overall. If I had to pick anything from golden. <sighs> I think the resource I had to reread the most to understand is like the Phoenix Force resource. Yeah, um, that's pretty confusing to use. I would also say for a new player getting into Golden, I think the idea of a team base is fairly confusing. It's very to a confusing. Play. Say, yeah, yeah, especially a zombie team base with all the healing and the food tokens, the virus tokens. I think that'd be very confusing. Um, yeah, those well, would be my gold. Those are my golden age picks. Sim- symbols yeah. that are not modern anymore. So it's like mm, very true. most people that have like started playing in the last six years have no idea what like the team base symbol, the transport symbol, like any of those things do. Um, and even like me, somebody who played with them when they were modern, hardly remembers what they do. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm going to say Captain Marvel Ultra Chase with oh, a fair. resource That's attached so to him. And so, like, let's attach, like, the, the White Lantern battery. Like, we'll give him a construct from the White Lantern battery. So he, he doesn't KO the first time, but then he does KO. And then you have to do all three paragraphs of his card. 
and then uh, you have to apply that to like everyone on his team who was also equipped with like a white lantern battery uh, construct. And then uh, we'll make one of those other figures, the weird, who, mm, who just, I forgot you know, about the sure, weird. Sure doesn't like KO normally and uh, doesn't move normally or do anything normally. Um, man, yeah, there's there's some rough things in Golden Age. Y'all are spoiled. WizKids is really like streamlined this game because back in the day they would just release literally anything that did anything and be like yep this is the thing it does this is it and you i mean we all just played with it because i mean what choice did we have we we're like yeah right weird course. i have to turn this and point it a certain direction so i can move that way that's fine i'm gonna do that shaman i can't fly anymore cool that's how i'm playing that was yeah that was like a whole thing for quite a while and now it's like, nope, none of that. We're we're all uh, doing things with specific names and powers, and we're not doing crazy stuff as much. Still doing some crazy stuff. Very true. There's a little bit. There is a little bit of crazy stuff. Let's not. I mean, there definitely yeah. is. I will say, like Mephisto, when I first I had to reread his card a few times. Like, wait, what? Huh? What does this guy do? I don't. I don't quite fully get it. The Ultra. Shape? I will say there. Yeah, the Ultra Chase Mephisto. Yeah. I had to be like, what is he? The sideline, but he doesn't be in on the sideline? Huh? What? Huh? You know, just like anything where there's like a stupid amount of text on a card, you just kind of have to double take, reread. You know, what does this actually mean? You know? Yeah. So, Everyone yeah, has to play, it's, kind of, it's kind of funky. Uh, House of X Sinister. No, not, not House of X. Uh, the... X Men Dark Phoenix set Dark Phoenix Sinister oh, versus uh, what was this? What was his stupid name? Dawnbreaker. Yeah, that's that's every team. You're gonna make a, a nasty boy. I get a nasty. Oh gosh, boy. gonna I make get another nasty, nasty boy. boy. I get another nasty boy. Give me that nasty boy. Yeah. No. So there's probably yeah. an infinite amount of combos. There's a handful. That were there's complicated, but and I will say there are some combos of characters. I do think fully understanding how to use like the multiversal masters of evil chases. That's a pretty. I think that has a very high skill ceiling to just understanding time under tension. Keep playing those figures a lot to understand what they do. I do think the masters of evil chases are like to properly use them. Pretty high skill ceiling fairly confusing to truly use them to like the best of their ability when to swap when not to swap seeing the the good parts of them the bad parts of them yeah i'll say that's more complicated than the ultron drones who just counted for like 120 points more than what oh they actually right cost yeah in the age of ids definitely and they were Those like were also they were also like almost autonomous or they were autonomous or something i don't remember they had like some sort of thing where like their actions didn't quite count and so it was like, oh, so I can just have like yeah, way do whatever. more things on the board than I should. That was like when IDs first came out and they were like, I don't know what these are going to do. Let's see. Let's just test the waters by uh, giving them access to, to everything. Why not? Yeah. And so those are all of our listener questions. Actually, I want to say we have some Facebook questions. We're going to have to skip those this week. Maybe we'll save them for next week here. But I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a wrap. Let's, let's get back. I got Cyber Monday deals I can still check out. So uh, 
you know, got to get going, man. Oh, yeah. Got to cash in on those that are cashing out. If you want to cash in on things that are cashing out, well, you know who also has Cyber Monday deals? That's right. It's your boys, CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find the coolest, latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com and use code DIAL5 when you do so. And shop.wizkids.com still has their 25% off sale, at least as of the time that we're recording this, where you can get a surfing gingerbread man with any Heroclix purchase. And I don't know if dial H10 code will work on those purchases, but you can sure try it. You can see what happens. You'll at least be getting 25% off. You can try dial H10 See if that gets you another 10% off. It'd be cool if it does, but no guarantees. We're in the, the midst of sales season, so who knows. But either way, they've got cool stuff, and uh, they've got things that are purchasable only online. So like the uh, werewolf, and I believe there was another figure recently, or another uh, buy-at-home figure that was recently said is only going to be online exclusive so yeah check those out and any cool things that surround that's right pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) uh all right guys thank you so much for listening to dial h for hero clicks and like always happy trails so if you're looking for emotional satisfaction my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks (laughs) not going there that's how numbers work over okay, six yeah, people think I am funny. I'm your Captain America. That was just you in a costume. Well, the rest of the case uh, doesn't matter at all. I'm from Canada. Canada. We have to be the doctor. And my bones are...